Hello, beloved God. And I'm not going to start, but I'm just going to say a little bit, and then we'll move down. But I love that because what you all said is, hello, beloved of God. And that's who I am. Amen. Amen. All because of Lord Jesus Christ. That's who I am. <laughs> and that's our identity. Hallelujah. And I love it because we have our shirts that say beloved. Hallelujah. You know, everywhere that we go, whatever we do, even if we don't say a word, people see the shirt, people see us, people see the light in you, the kindness, the compassion, the love, your gifts, your talents, and they know what is different about these people. Hallelujah. And I love it because I am beloved. Amen. So without further ado, I'm going to start with birthday girl. Sister, 
account manager. You know, it's it, it takes many different. It, it's took me many different identities to get to where I'm at today. And driving in the car this morning and talking to the Holy Spirit, I was like, How do I convey this? How do I make people understand? And he said, Where do I live? Okay, he lives here. He lives here with his father. Amen. 
there's a lot that other people see, just like walking in the van or something. You know, my identity is in somebody else. Like over the last couple of years around here, it's like everything is like, hey, just go ask mama. Just go ask mama. <laughs> it's like, no, go ask mama. Everybody knows that it's mama. <laughs> okay, so, you know, and that was like, it, it's like I've been mama all my life, you know, but uh, it's a new idea.
but as women, yeah. we did that. I don't know if men do that, but we certainly did. Oh, we did that. Right? <laughs> it's different with an audience. Just pretend we're not here. I'm trying, but someone louder than the other. <laughs> oh my goodness. I remember being young, and my identity wasn't even mine, it was um, their daughter. I'm my mom and dad's kid, you know, and people see me and they're like, oh, you're, you're Lee's daughter, you're Nixie's daughter. I didn't have a name, it was just, that's who you were. Yes, that's who I am, right? Well, if you were in sports, that was your identity. You know, you're a tennis player, or you're a basketball player, right? Those was your identity. And I really never, growing up, understood what identity really meant. Because no matter what now, my identity doesn't change. It doesn't matter what I do or where I go or who I'm with or what happens out in this world. My identity doesn't change. Amen. 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 Everything. Like you said, you know, you can lose everything or everything changes and you don't have that anymore. Your identity is still the same. Still the same. Amen. Right? This whole world can crumble in. It doesn't matter. Still the same. Amen. Amen. I mean, the sky can start falling and still the same. God still loves me. Amen. And knowing who I am changes everything. It changes the way I walk, changes the way I talk, changes the way I dress, it changes the way I, I talk to people or greet people. React. Yes. And react. Absolutely. That's a big one. Ooh, that's a big one. And it doesn't matter what's in my bank account because that doesn't give me work. Right? It doesn't matter what kind of car you drive or, you know, what your title is or, or, or what you went to school for. None of that matters. <laughs> it really doesn't matter for me. And, you know, my poor parents, because they paid for college and never got to be a great balance, but oh well. <laughs> you know, and, and I talked to God one day and I was asking him, I'm like, why? Why did I have such a passion? to be a marine biologist and he said Trish why did you want to be a marine biologist and I said well I always wanted to do research on sharks because they said sharks could never have cancer and I wanted to heal the world from cancer and he said I didn't tell you to be a marine biologist I just called you Tell everybody about Jesus. Amen. So everybody could be healed. I wish that I would have known him sooner, but I'm so grateful for all the things that happened in my past and everything I went through. And um, because I'm so thankful for him now. Amen. It means so much more to me. And um, because I'm a child of God, I get to talk to God all the time. He never leaves. Right. You know, God Almighty comes into my, my prayer room and sits and talks to me. God Almighty. <laughs> I mean, the creator of heaven and earth is there seated. Yes. Right? I may not see his face, but I 
fighting for it. Little Lola, right? <laughs> little old living in Kentucky. And there's angels all around fighting for it. And it doesn't matter if it's me or you or, you know, your day one Christian. They're there. Amen. And, oh, to have Holy Spirit living in us. You ever been in just a crowd of people and just been so alone? Like you could just disappear. And nobody But to have Holy Spirit, to know that you're never alone. That he is constantly with you and in you. He talks to us. He teaches us. He teaches us all kinds of things. I mean, every day. Anything you want to know how to do, or all you have to do is ask him. He'll show you. Yes. I mean, incredible things. <laughs> Why do you want to help me build the deck? Okay, let's build a deck. <laughs> okay, you know, whatever you want to ask him, he'll teach you anything. And he'll the word of God, he'll show you what it truly means and how it affects you and, and it means personally. It's like they knew you when they were writing this Bible yes. because it pertains to you. Good word. Amen. Amen. But they really didn't know. But they really didn't know. Because it was already up there. Amen. 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 And it's, it's truly just incredible being a child of God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit having all three of you all the time with us. And uh, I remember this this movie from as a child it was called The Bodyguard. And not the yeah. one with the singer, not not her, but it was a young kid and he was getting beat up at school. So he hired a bodyguard. Right? And this big huge guy would walk behind him all the time. Well that's what I feel like all the time. Right? Because God is always right behind me. And anytime somebody wants to try to come to say something or to do something Right there. Right. And I don't think it was last week, maybe the week before, but we were talking about affirmations, speaking out who we are, speaking life over ourselves. And it was a little odd at first. You know, as we were going around the room, we kind of had to think about it for a second. But every time we say I am, even though we're talking about ourselves, we're not. We're talking about God. That's it. That's right? it. When I say I am beautiful, I think God is the most beautiful. I mean, all the beautiful things he's created. So when I say I am, I'm not just talking to me or, or I don't want to say that, not trying to be vain or whatever. I'm talking about God. bad things when I say I am. I don't say I am man. No. I don't say those things. But it took a minute. You know, when God said, don't say my name in vain, I always thought it meant, you know, God. Jesus. Oh no. What's his name? I, I am. Come on, Amen. But he said, I am the head and not the tail. That I am above and never beneath. Amen. I believe that I am blessed. Blessed coming and blessed going. Amen. Blessed beyond measure. Hallelujah. He says, 
you are his baby. Amen. Whether you're perfect or you're not, you're still his baby. And we don't have to earn his, his love. Amen. Amen. Oh, he says we are blessed coming, we are blessed going, we are blessed in the city, blessed in the country. He said that wealth, hallelujah, the wealth of the wicked has found its way into our pockets. That we are more than conquerors. That's right. Hallelujah. Yeah, because Lord. Jesus already conquered everything. We don't Amen. believe all the Lord. That's it. Come down and just 
we knew everything and, and right. we were immediately changed and there was no sanctification process and we just it was just all there and it just doesn't work that way but I think it's just constantly reminding and encouraging and building them up and, and really just to get in the word and encourage them to apply it to their life because you can hear it you can talk it but if you're not applying it and it's not in the heart you're never going to feel those things that God says you are Amen. so I think it comes with a lot of encouraging and building up church is here. I think it needs to be a Holy Spirit filled Hallelujah. church. And there's churches out there that are not. So I would highly encourage them to make sure that they are rooted in a good Holy Spirit filled church. Hallelujah. And the other thing is to surround themselves with like-minded Amen. Hallelujah. Those first, first few years, you know, I do think that you're kind of got that going on, and if you're surrounding yourself with more people that are not, you're going to be pulled harder in that direction, and I'm telling you, you let Satan have his much, yes. right. and you just you don't want any foothold there. No. Be 
do something wrong. They don't have to, you know, pretend hurt. But don't be scared. Don't be scared of somebody else, whether it's mentally or physically. You know, God's going to help you through it. Amen. Fear is a liar. And shame breaker.
You're not going to want to be pulled out on that road. Your desires change. don't desire those things right. anymore. It should it should come natural. It should come easy. I'm not going to say it always does, but it should because when your desire for God is above anything else in this world or, and I pray, I pray that whoever's watching tonight that God will change your heart if it's not there and that you will desire Him over everything else in this world. Amen. Amen. That's all I got. is before I felt like I was doing a time clock at church. Okay, I was just punching my time card because that's what I was supposed to do. Um, again, I can't tell you how important the Holy Field, Spirit-filled church is, <laughs> but when your, she said it, when your desires change, I no longer punch that time clock. I look for, you know, Sundays. I look forward yes. to Sundays. There's not a hesitation in my body to not come Wednesdays. You know, look forward to it. Even Fridays, you know, we're here on Friday. I look forward to that. That doesn't mean I'm not tired. That doesn't mean there's not distractions. But my desire to come here and be with like-minded people and just worship our God. Work. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Yesterday, you know, I had a fairly rough day at work to a point that I just said, God help me. And Holy Spirit said, Pearl, Kayla, just rejuvenate. And I literally just put on my computer and put my little headset in and I just had to have that refreshment. So I mean, your desires change and your thoughts change and how you react changes. Amen.
Here's my beloved. Your desires change. Yes. This world won't have nothing for me. Um, I get excited now coming to church, and I had a mess because of my mama. It really affected me because you miss you miss your beloved. Yes. And your like I said, your desire. You don't want the world no more. No. You, the music. I could t- I, if I hear it at Walmart, I pray, Lord. Mute my ears. Yes. Only sound what Holy Spirit Hallelujah. music for me. Amen. Or if I say something that's not of God, blind me. Like, I don't care if you blind me like Paul, because I know I'm going to say glory. Amen. 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 So I don't desire nothing yes. of what the world Amen. anymore. Amen. Hello, my name is Kathleen, and I am recovered from the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, God. And I don't want to ask my question, David. <laughs> this was really good. <laughs> my question to you is there are people that are going to be watching this, men and women, and how can you help them when they've lost their identity in Christ and they're hurting? Next question. Oh, found my name is William, and I'm talking about the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I have a question. They tell you to go out, they tell you to hang around, but you hang around your type people. But if you hang around your type people for so long, you're not going to have no one to say it, right? So you got to get out there and get dirty some, right? So how do y'all, how do y'all get out there and get dirty? around Christians, if it's around non-worldly people, wherever you're at, 
be the shining light. I mean, if you're being the shining light, love people, let them see Jesus in you, make them want what you have, that they're liking. Yes, pray up. Well, pray God because I think even if you try to only be around just Christians, you would never go anywhere. <laughs> Except for church. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, I mean, here at Lebanon is what, Kroger, Walmart, gas station, Kroger, Walmart, gas station. Walgreens. I'm sorry? Walgreens. Walgreens. I'm sorry. Hello, Jim. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're constantly, no matter where you are, you're around people who aren't saved, who are in the world, or people who are running away who once were saved, and assist us to be that, to be that shining light, you know, and I pray and I thank God that, you know, even if you don't ever say a word, that that light just shines. But, you know, we have asked God to let us be, let us be <laughs> just a walking billboard. That wherever we go, people see not only the lights, they see our shirts, they see what's written on it. And even if they're standing in line behind you and they're just reading the back of your shirt, you know, God gets to speak to them. Maybe it'll spark up a conversation, amen? But you're always around people that you... You're always around, if you step out of your house, your neighbors, right? If you talk to the, the male person or the woman, right? People deliver stuff to your house. You're always around somebody, somebody that needs to hear the word of God. Amen. When, you know, if you just hang in the background, your little circle of Christians and stuff, the devil's still going to ask in on that. And then you know, they're going to try to get you to change. You know, they're going to come up with it. I'll take just one conversation to get things going. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm going to get them to change this way and this way and this way. They'll start doing this with me. And But it is watching who it is, stay up. You know, don't fall into their conversation. When you, when someone, even, even for not, when somebody asks you a question and they're expecting you to turn to their side and you come off with something about God, oh, it kills them. It kills them. I mean, they, they, they just keep on trying. Then, next thing you know, you don't hear from them. But, you know, then, and then, and like, then they're like, okay, that didn't work. But it's your surroundings, but just like they said, everywhere you go. And I mean, Asheville, well, everybody goes everywhere, but Asheville. Well, I was just saying, family. Yeah. I mean, oh. you know, any kind of event or yes. a special occasion, you're yes. always around family. And there's at least, you know, I pray for you, Mom, but usually there's at least one or two where, you know, when the family gets together, there's, you know, there's always that cousin or aunt or, or whatever. I mean, there's always people that you, that you, you know. Well, just what God's got me doing at stores, you know, or somebody checks me out or somebody, you know, I think people see Holy Spirit on you. I think they see on your face there's something different about this person. Amen. And, and it attracts them. 
sometimes if they come to me, well, most of the time they come to me, I'll talk to them and be in the conversation like, God bless you. So they know, hey, you're beloved. We're all beloved child of God, but they know the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. Amen. And I think it's simple sometimes. Jesus loves you. Yes. So even to a stranger, there's something that they know there's something different about her. I really want that. She, she's just full of joy and love oh, and hope. And, and this world needs that. We we need more people that with joy and hope and love and, and caring. And only hope, uh, God they can give you that. That's Amen. just My question is for whoever wants to answer it, so it's not for the entire table, however Holy Spirit leads you. To, to this day right now, what challenges your identity? And in that moment of that challenge, please share with us how you overcome. So once again, what challenges your identity? Whatever it is, and at that very moment, how, how, how does Holy Spirit overcome in you? second and even if you do fall for a second 
that no matter what, God is right there to lift you back up. It's another testimony to help out some other brother or sister. Amen. And it's only going to get gooder and gooder. should just, your identity should be agape, and whatever the world throws at you, just throw agape back at them. Amen. <laughs> and nothing can touch you. Nothing can touch you. Amen. That's all right. Amen. <laughs> you know, Pastor said that uh, I would run and tell dad. So anything that happens out in this world, he'll hear my footsteps going upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and, 